What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 140. We're here on a impeachment Thursday because we are barrel rolling towards the inevitable uh, House impeachment of President Trump. It's been baked into the cake since they took the House last year, Mm -hmm. and here we finally are. Of course, just a reminder, many of you are listening to Uncensored Trigger now, but if you are not, you can go to townhall.com slash subscribe, pick one of the VIP memberships, and then go to the VIP section of Town Hall and you will see a post on how to get the Uncensored Triggered. Mm-hmm. So let's start off here with the big news this morning. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, or as I've come to call her, the scary Botox lady, (laughs) she announced that she has directed the uh, Judiciary Committee, led by Jabba the Hutt, Jerry Nadler, Fat Jerry, as President (laughs) Trump calls him, to draft up articles of impeachment. Yep. And she she gave the green light for the the go-ahead for this coup attempt. Yep. The coup attempt is on, Mm -hmm. and uh, we knew this was coming. Yeah. This was all predetermined months ago. Yeah. It's a total sham, but now these Grinches, these scumbag Grinch liberals, are about to try to destroy Christmas by impeaching President Trump. Uh, probably the weekend before Christmas. It seems like the uh, the target date at this point, which of course will destroy our Christmas vacations. Yep, uh, especially Festivus for me. But you know what? Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the Senate is going to hold strong and not remove President Trump. Yeah. I'm pretty confident in that now. I think that even the squishes may not vote to remove him on this lackluster case that the Dems are trying yeah. to make. Yeah. The, the needle on this issue has not moved. And the way you know that it's, it will never move is because you had uh, Chris Saliza uh, over Thanksgiving saying, well, the reason why it hasn't moved is because people are worried about, you know, the Christmas and uh, they're getting over Thanksgiving, which is a telltale sign that it's not moving. People well, already right, made the, up their minds. And if, if it's not moving, the, you know, Mitt Romney's not going to buck. Susan Collins isn't going to buck. It's just, you know, yeah. there's no reason. There's no bombshell that's going to shift the Senate. So Right, I mean, right. It was, it's 67 senators that you need to do this. So there's no way that, like, what, how many how many, how many, many Democrats are there? They would need to get 20 Republicans 20 to vote Republic- with them, at least. Yeah, no way. Yeah, no I way. I don't see that happening. No way. And, and, and you might even have Joe Manchin, you know, jump off the Democrat boat. That would be interesting. That would be very so, interesting. And, you know, their I mean, backyard ain't all that solid. But at the same time, they're ignoring all of the things that need to be done yeah. for America. Yeah. And especially, we're coming up against another budget deadline. Yeah. Oh, I mean, great. they. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm tempted to say that the Senate Republicans should send a message and shut down the government. Yeah. That's our that's our protest. That's fine. Them. Let's yeah. just do it. You know, at the end of the yeah. day, at the end of the day. It's time to fight back, and it's time to fight back nasty. Dirty, And yeah. we, we saw yesterday with the uh, the sham hearings that were going on, they had opinion witnesses come in and tell their opinion on why President Trump should be impeached. Oh, my God. It was three liberal law professors plus Jonathan Turley, yeah. who was the only independently-minded guy there, and yeah. he's not even a Republican nor a Trump supporter. Yeah. He says, this is a bad idea, guys. Yeah. This is going to set the standard so that any time in the future, the president's going to be impeached. Yeah. And the president himself said the other day, what are you going to impeach the president yeah. for picking the orange out of the fridge instead of the yeah, apple? Exactly. <laughs> like, that was a it's good true. line. Yeah. But he uses mustard on his sandwich instead of mayo. Yeah. Impeach. Two scoops yeah. instead of one scoop. Impeach. <laughs> um, and so uh, Turley had a, a few good quotes from yesterday, but one of the best ones, uh, let's take a listen to this clip. Yeah. If you make a high crime and misdemeanor out of going to the courts... It is an abuse of power. It's your abuse of power. 
And so the the reference there was that the Dems were saying that President Trump is obstructing this investigation because yeah. he asked the courts to rule on whether or not he has executive privilege in stopping some of these people from testifying. And he absolutely does. Mm-hmm. He absolutely does. And the courts the courts have not even set dates on these hearings yet. But the Dems are intent with moving forward on impeachment. Yeah. And it, it is the Dems who are abusing power here. They're abusing the power of impeachment. And the funny part about all this is that the Dems, and specifically Pelosi, and a lot of them yesterday, were citing the founders. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> they were saying, you know, George Washington, yeah. George Mason, blah, blah, Yeah. They also were citing the Constitution as if they love it. Yeah. And then this morning, Pelosi brings God into the equation. I, I thought they booed God. They booed God. Well, they God. removed God from their yeah, platform. Yeah, yeah. That, that, but that's the thing is, that's all three things that the Dems hate. I know, really. You know, the founders were all a bunch of yeah. slave-owning racists, according to them. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, they want to use They're great people. Them. They're great guys. Here's Tremendous. The, here's the thing. The founders put this impeachment clause into the Constitution for a reason, but it wasn't for this. No, it was not. The founders are rolling in their graves yeah. right now watching what this country has become with yeah. this sham impeachment hearing that's ju- just going to divide the country. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to come of it. Nothing's going to come of it. And this morning, Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> she held a press conference after <laughs> she held her little speech where she said, you know, we need God to help us. I'm yeah. like, okay, go f*** yourself <laughs> with that. But she held a little, a little press conference, and she had the press conference, you know, of course, taking the softball questions from all the lib reporters. Mm-hmm. But then one conservative reporter finally chimes in as she's walking out of the room. Yeah. And James Rosen, great former Fox News reporter. Yep. And he asked Pelosi, do you hate the president? And that's when the scary Botox lady lost her Yeah. She lost her and she started yelling. <laughs> she ripped some facial muscles over <laughs> yeah, She did. Yeah. She did. <laughs> and she came back to the podium. Let's, let's listen to this. Thank you. Do you hate the president, Madam Speaker? Because I don't, I don't hate anybody. Representative I Collins, the reason I asked. We don't hate anybody. Not anybody in the world. So don't don't me. I did not accuse you. I asked a question. Representative Collins yesterday suggested that the Democrats are doing this simply because they don't like the guy. I think it's an important point. I think the president is a coward when it comes to helping uh, our, our kids who are afraid of gun violence. I think he is cruel when he doesn't deal with the, the, helping our dreamers, the, of which we're very proud. I think he's in denial about the constitu- about the uh, climate crisis. However, that's about the election. This is about the election. Take it up in the election. This is about the Constitution of the United States and the facts that lead to the president's violation of his oath of office. And as a Catholic, I resent your using the word hate in a sentence that addresses me. I don't hate anyone. I was raised in a way that is full, a heart full of love and always prayed for the president. And I still pray for the president. I pray for the president all the time. So don't mess with me when it comes to words like that. There's so many good things in that little clip there. So first off, she sounds like she has a, you know, peanut butter marble filled mouth. And she she clearly does hate the president, as do all of the Dems. You know, it's hashtag resist at the end of the day. Then she goes into some long tirade about, you know, taking people's rights away and restricting gun access. And she says, well, that's for the election. 
this is for the election. Yeah. The only reason they're doing this is because of the election, because yeah. they know that they can't beat they can't the president win. next November. Exactly. That's literally the only reason they're doing this. Yeah. Hashtag resist. It's from day one. They've hated the president. They hate the president. They hate his supporters. They hate you. They hate conservatives. And then she says, well, as a Catholic, I was raised with love in my heart. And uh, mm-hmm. I got news for her. Yeah. As a Catholic, you cannot support abortion. Yep. You can't. Yeah. That's part of the church. Yeah. So you don't get to play both sides of the fence here, Nancy. Oh, also the dreamers. They're good yeah. people, right? Yeah. Oh, they're so, we're, we're so proud. 100,000 criminals. Yeah. We're so proud of them. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable to yeah. me. And I, I, we're going to make it a longer segment here, a long diatribe. But I think that Matt Gates, Representative Matt Gates, Hero who, of the Week, who really has stepped up. Yeah. And he is the hero of the week here yeah. on Triggered. And uh, we're gonna it's a, it's a long clip, but we're gonna play how he systematically dismantled the entire impeachment argument in one section of time that he had yesterday in the hearing. So let's listen to that. Has the uh, gentleman submitted? Uh, have we seen those you know, the, the material? We can provide it to you as it's typical we'll for you. And we'll consider the unanimous uh, consent request later after we re- review. Very the well. Material. Very well. You Thank you. The gentleman may continue. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Feldman wrote articles entitled Trump's wiretap tweets raise risk of impeachment. He then wrote Mar-a-Lago ad belongs in impeachment file. And then uh, Mr. Uh, Jake Flanagan wrote in uh, in Quartz, a Harvard law professor thinks Trump could be impeached over fake news accusations. My question, Professor Feldman, is since you seem to believe that the basis for impeachment is even broader than the basis that my Democrat colleagues have laid forward, do you believe you're outside of the political mainstream on the question of impeachment? I believe that impeachment is warranted whenever the president abuses his power for personal benefit or to corrupt the democratic process. Did you write an article entitled, It's Hard to Take Impeachment Seriously Now? Yes, I did write that article. And in that article, did you write, did you write, hold on, I'm limited on time. Did you write, since since the 2018 midterm election, House Democrats have made it painfully clear that discussing impeachment is primarily or even exclusively a tool to weaken President Trump's chances in 2020. Did you write those words? Until this call in July 25th, I was an impeachment skeptic. The Very call well. changed my mind, sir, and for Thank good you. Reason. I appreciate your testimony, Professor Carlin. You gave two thousand bucks, or you gave a thousand bucks to Elizabeth Warren, right? Uh, I believe so. You gave twelve hundred uh, bucks to Barack Obama. I have no reason to question that. And you gave two thousand bucks to Hillary Clinton. That's correct. Why so much more for Hillary than the other two? <laughs> Because I've been giving a lot of money to charity recently because of all of the poor people in the United States. Well, those aren't the only, those aren't the only folks you've been given to. Now, you, you, have you ever been on a podcast called Versus Trump? I think I was on a live panel that the people who ran the podcast called Versus Trump. On that, do you remember saying the following? Liberals tend to cluster more. Conservatives, especially very conservative people, tend to spread out more. Perhaps because they don't even want to be around themselves. Did you say that? Yes, I did. Do you, do you understand how that reflects contempt on people who are conservative? No, what I was talking about there was the natural tendency, if you put the quote in context, the natural tendency of a compactness requirement to favor a party 
whose voters are more spread out. Well, and I do professor, not have hold on. I'm, again, I'm very, I'm, I'm very limited on time, professor. And, and so I just have to say, when you talk about how liberals want to be around each other and cluster and conservatives don't want to be around each other and so they have to spread out, it makes people, you may not see this from, you know, like the ivory towers of your law school, but it makes actual people in this country when feel the like, excuse calls me, you don't get to interrupt me on this time. Now, let me also suggest that when you invoke the president's son's name here, when you try to make a little joke out of referencing Baron Trump, that does not lend credibility to your argument. It makes you look mean. It makes you look like you're attacking someone's family, the minor child of the president of the United States. So let's see if we can get into the facts. To all of the witnesses, if you have personal knowledge of a single material fact in the shift report, please raise your hand. And let the record reflect. No personal knowledge of a single fact. And you know what? That continues on the tradition that we saw from Adam Schiff, where Ambassador Taylor could not identify an impeachable offense. Mr. Kent never met with the president. Fiona Hill never heard the president reference anything regarding military aid. Mr. Hale was unaware of any nefarious activity with aid. Colonel Vindman even rejected the new Democrat talking point that bribery was invoked here. Ambassador Volker denied that there was a quid pro quo, and Mr. Morrison said there was nothing wrong on the call. The only direct evidence came from Gordon Sondland, who spoke to the President of the United States, and the President said, I want nothing, no quid pro quo. And you know what? If wiretapping of political opponents an impeachable Simon. offense, I look forward to reading that Simon Inspector General's report because maybe it's a different president we should be impeaching. Oh, that was great. Oh, my that God. So let me tell you something. The end of that actually opened up a whole new can of worms. Yeah. Because the entire clip was great, but at the end, he hits on something that I think is vital to this entire thing. Mm -hmm. In the Schiff report that we just got, there yes. are several phone records. Yes. Of which... Devin Nunez is involved. Yep. Rudy Giuliani is involved. Mm -hmm. And several government phone numbers yeah. are involved. Yeah. Under what law or right does the Intel Committee or Schiff have to get the phone records? Oh, also, there's a reporter on there. Yeah, yeah, John Solomon. Mm -hmm. Yep. This is ridiculous. Yeah. This is an invasion of civil rights of American citizens. Yeah. And what they're doing is disgusting. And yeah. he's 100% right there. That at the end of the day, we should be looking at impeaching another president mm -hmm. who used the government apparatus to spy on his political opponents. Yes. Which we're about to get some news yeah. about on Monday. Yeah. That was a nice little teaser by Gates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly. It's it's unbelievable. Monday it drops. It's just and another impeachment hearing. So. And, and so Matt Gates, the hero of the week for yes. Triggered. And you even have some Democrats now saying that, you know what, I'm I may be in favor of impeachment, but this is a losing proposition here mm -hmm. because nothing's going to happen. So Andrew Yang, the Yang Bang Gang, who, yes. was, uh, who was exploding whipped cream into yes. people's mouths this week. Welsh he, Farms. <laughs> he said that, quote, it seems like all we can do is throw ineffective rocks at Donald Trump and then it ends up leading, unfortunately, toward his reelection. Woo! He also said that Democrats are wasting precious time where they should be creating a positive vision that Americans are excited about solving the problems that got Donald Trump elected and beat him in 2020. If all that happens is all the Democrats are talking about impeachment that fails, it seems like there is no vision. And he's 100% right. Yeah. They don't have a vision. No. It's it's really just all about free stuff and communism yeah. and socialism. And they're, they're avoiding all the things that Americans need, like USMCA, prescription price reform, immigration reform, passing a balanced, efficient budget. Yeah. 
civil service reform should be done. Like, there's so many there's things. A lot. There's a lot of th- and a lot of bipartisan things, too. Yeah. Infrastructure, yeah. a lot of bipartisan things to work on. It's unbelievable. But, you know, orange man bad, so let's just focus on Hashtag impeachment. resist. Yeah. That's what they do. Yep. And so yesterday, the... Uh, the sanctimonious scumbag Noah Feldman, who's a Harvard Law professor, <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Was, you mean Benedict yeah, Cumberbatch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was one of the uh, opinion witnesses that they had yesterday. They're testifying. He said, "Quote: If we cannot impeach a president who abuses his office for personal advantage, we no longer live in a democracy. We live in a monarchy, or we live under a dictatorship." Oh my God. There's a few things here. One, we don't live in a democracy. We live in a constitutional republic. Correct. These people get this wrong all the time. Yep. Two. He said in 2017 that the president should be impeached. Yeah. And then yesterday he said that he was an impeachment skeptic until the July 25th yeah, Ukraine yeah, phone call, yeah, yeah, which was a blatant lie whatever. under oath. Yeah, so that was whatever. good. I know. And, <laughs> and as Ed Morrissey, our friend Ed over at Hot Air said, quote, this is histrionic rubbish, not a serious argument. Which monarchs and dictators face competitive elections next year and term limits four years after that? Yeah. And and when I say you know why the needle hasn't moved, I mean this is partially re- one of the yeah. reasons why. I mean it's this type of historically illiterate, hyperbolic just nonsense that they mm-hmm. just throw out. Like I mean how many? I mean Nancy Pelosi today also before her little meltdown, our democracy again. Not yeah, sure. our democracy is in peril. Yeah, no, it's not. No, we, we have an election next year. How is it in peril? Well, <laughs> well, they brought in that crew of, you know, liberal law professors, a bunch of scumbag holes to, you know, basically yell at the American public for electing yeah. President Trump. That's what they did yeah. yesterday. If he, if he tweets something bad, he can be impeached. That was another yep. one. Was that Feldman? Who was yeah. that? Or was that, that somebody was else? That was probably the... Uh, oh, Kaplan? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Which, t- by oh, the way, Obama it, wanted her to be a federal judge. That yeah. just shows you oh the risk yeah. that we face in this upcoming election. Yeah. And she uh, hates white people. She does hate white yeah, people. That, we that's, forgot to play that clip. Yeah, that's that coming was, yeah. up uh, on, on Town Hall this afternoon. But yeah, she hates white people. She does. No surprise we have, there. We have, we have tape. We have the tapes. Oh, I know. That's the thing. Is we they all have like tapes. They never said these things. I know. And they write these online articles yeah. and, and post these things. <laughs> and then like, they just act yeah. like it doesn't, it doesn't appear. Yeah. And let me tell you, you know, the Trump war room, very good people over there. I know yep. a few of them. Very yep. good. They will find it. Yep. So whatever. If you want to play this game, let's play this game. And so, one of, and so moving on to yeah. the election next year, one yeah. of our worst fears that we have been talking about, that Joe Biden would select some sort of radical nut job to be his vice president, yeah. who will then promptly take over because Joe Biden's going to die sometime <laughs> in the next few years. Uh, Kamala Harris is apparently on his short list to be vice president. Uh, and uh, while on his gaff tour through Iowa, he said yeah. that he would choose her potentially. Yeah. Right? He said, quote, of course I would look at her. Look, Senator Harris has the capacity to be anything she wants oh, to be. don't look at I, her. <laughs> I mean it sincerely. I talked to her yesterday. She is, and she is solid. I'm sorry. I know. Given Creepy Joe's past remarks. Maybe like... he'll sniff her hair. Yeah. That's going to be his VP test. Can I sniff yeah. your hair? She looks solid, you know, from the chest up. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe you, Biden. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is that Joe Biden was a racist. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. he was a racist back in the day. That was his deal. So, well, he worked with like segregationist senators, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Well, in the left's eyes, yeah, he's a racist. Right. Right. Yeah. So now they're going to pick him yeah. and then they're going to about it's only white people yeah. up on the stage. I just find the whole thing well, quite well, ironic. Well, hey, listen, it'll be historic because it'll be the first all black presidential ticket in, in American history. Mm-hmm. 
because yeah. Joe Biden's black. Hey, you oh know, yeah, I, honorary black. At least he like you know has a name. I remember I think it was like last week or a couple of weeks ago he was asked. Yeah, I have a few, I have a few names, mm-hmm. uh, but for VP, but I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could probably wrote him down on his uh, hand now. Yeah. Well, you remember the other day they they asked him like where he was heading to next for his uh, no malarkey tour, which oh is hilarious. My God. And he couldn't even remember. He has yeah. his staff. Where are we going next? Are we going <laughs> next? I I honestly thought that that was a Photoshop. Mm-hmm. I could not believe that someone thought, oh, yeah, it's okay to say no malarkey on the side yeah. of the bus. <laughs> and so the uh, uh, feel-good news of the day segment here, we have uh, Kellyanne Conway, who is the absolute best. Yeah, she's good. She is the best. And it's a shame she's married to that scumbag, George Conway. Uh, I mean, total nut job. Terrible husband. <laughs> terrible husband. He's only famous because of her. Yeah, pretty much. The first successful woman to ever manage a presidential campaign yeah. oh she righted the ship we were we, we were going down till yeah. she till she came and in so she smacked down a reporter so hard and she smacked down the smug liberal that was that was lecturing america yesterday out there and let's yeah. let's listen to this and i have one more thing to say i want to get out today if you ladies and gentlemen if you went to work today to manicure nails, to manicure lawn, if you went to work with a jackhammer or a welding machine or mechanics tools or a carpentry belt and not three degrees from Yale, that woman yesterday looks her nose down at you. She thinks that you are less than her, and I've had it. Do you know why that man ran for president in the first place, for the forgotten man, forgotten woman? You know why I'm still here at the White House? For you, for people who are looked down upon by people with three Yale law degrees, had the audacity, audacity to say that liberals like to cluster together and live together well conservatives can't even stand to be together that's why they're scattered well, who the hell are you lady that was pamela look down at half of the country that's a good point that was pamela she Carlin. was the witness she's the star witness she didn't educate us she spends her life lecturing people she hobnobs with the elite with the next generation of law of lawyers All right, i took you. out six figures worth of worth of student loans to put myself through law school and 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 and, and college with my single mother working her tail off to supplement that i I resent someone like that looking down at half of America. She sounds like Hillary Clinton with deplorables and irredeemables. And we're sick of it. And people are watching. You want to get the president? You want to look down on him? You look down on the people. Tired of it. Oh, Damn right. Kellyanne, get me all fired up slap over her. here. Slap her down. This is, you know, this is, this is the entire election in yeah. a nutshell. Yeah. Those smug pieces liberals yeah. who think they know what's best for everybody yeah they want to control every aspect of your life yeah. and they look down they look down on conservatives and they look down on the working people of this country and that's why president trump won yeah and that's why he's going to win again is because trump actually cares about the people yeah he's a different kind of politician he's not only in it for himself mm-hmm. and in fact if he was in it for himself he wouldn't have done this because he's lost billions in revenue. He's had his family go through the worst assault on a president that yeah. we've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, why subject yourself to this? Right. Honestly. Exactly. He had a cushy life. Yeah. Him and Melania were chilling up in New York. <laughs> they were chilling in Trump Tower. Yeah. They had all the money they wanted. They had anything they ever wanted. And now he puts himself on the line to run for president to help the forgotten men and forgotten women of this country that the people, the scumbags here in D.C., don't even think about. They don't think about them. No. They, in fact, they, well, they think, hate them. Yeah. They hate them. Yeah. And that they think that the only people that should choose who leads this country are in New York and and California. That's what they want to do. You saw yeah. Elizabeth Warren said, "We're going to get rid of the electoral college." Yep. 
That's because they want to they want to devalue the vote of people in the Midwest, of people in the South, of people that don't live in the liberal bubbles like D.C. or New York or Los Angeles or San Francisco. That's yeah. what they want to do. Yep. And she's clearly had enough. And we've had enough of this because guess what? At the end of the day, we're going to go out there in 2020 and we're going to win this election again. And they have a hell of a shock coming for them because they're they gonna be, think they're, they're going to be on suicide watch. Oh, yeah, about that. absolutely. Yeah. As I worry for what's going to yeah. happen when when President Trump wins reelection. Yeah. Because I think they're not going to be able to mentally process it. I mean, you saw the There's first There's going to be someone who's going to try to kill him. Yeah. I, 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 so. I mean, I know that's a horrible thing to say, but like, given how unhinged the left has become. Well, frankly, I'm surprised that they haven't tried it yet. Yeah, well, they're too, they're too, they're too frothing at the mouth. They just got to calm down. Well, and, you, and, you, know. you see them, they sit yeah. down on the ground and scream. Yeah. They still can't, they still can't yeah. get over 2016. No. We're gonna, they're going to be talking about the 2016 election two years after 2020. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And President Trump just yesterday making more great progress on behalf of you, the hardworking American people, he put into place work requirements for food stamps. Oh. Which is something that we've yes. wanted for a long time. I mean, this yes. guy is a great conservative president. Yeah. And he's finally fighting and doing all the things that we've wanted to do. You know, you got to back him. Yeah. We have to fight this hoax impeachment and we have to we have to basically get through this next like two month period, yeah, and then go out there and win this damn election, yeah. because it really is the fight it's, socialism yeah. versus the America Freedom. that we know and love. Freedom versus slavery, yeah, is on the line. Yep. And yeah, I agree. I mean, it's not you know, <laughs> I mean, okay, he he may deviate from the from the you know Republican orthodoxy on trade and maybe two other issues, but you know what that that's not that's not disqualifying for me. I'm not going to vote against him because, uh, you know, I disagree with how he's handling China on trade right now. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I, I don't. Sorry. Thing. Like, there's Here, too many other things I agree with him on. Here's the thing for me is I think that we're seeing a generational realignment mm -hmm. of the electorate and voting patterns in this country. And I think that's why you're seeing the so-called never Trumpers revolting is because conservatives for the longest time have accepted their thought processes yeah. as the thoughts of the Republican Party, yeah. whereas it's not anymore. No, it's more down ticket, more blue collar. More blue collar, yeah. more populist, yes. more nationalist, yeah. as it should be. And more worried about immigration. Yes. So, I mean, the, yes. the, I mean, the, the Republican D.C. elite up here, they're not, they're squishing on immigration because they're, they're business conservative buddies like the cheap labor. Yep. You know, it's not, <laughs> I mean, it, it was, I think it was all a pundit about a year ago who wrote about the changing winds on trade and it was like pretty much Democrats and Republicans pretty much agree that like free trade is they're kind of pumping the brakes on that listen so, I like free trade yeah. but I also like fair trade yeah for years and years and years we've been getting raped by the Chinese yeah, I especially on, I mean on a, a wide variety of issues especially intellectual property rights they steal our all the right. time so and we do nothing so without going as far as going to total full-blown arms war with them yeah. Yeah. He's utilizing the tool that he has to yeah. leverage them into making a deal with us. And by yeah. all accounts, the first phase of the deal is getting closer and closer, yeah. which includes China putting restrictions on their people stealing international property rights, yeah. international intellectual property yeah. rights. And the, you know, uh, uh, you know, CNN was har you know, harping on, you know, all oh, these Iowa farmers, they're Trump supporters, they're hurting with the trade, you know, policy. In Wisconsin, another swing state. Uh -huh. Republican farmers and Republican non-farmers have the almost the virtually the exact same 
levels of approval of, of mm-hmm. Trump, which means that it's not really that much of a factor. Mm-hmm. So new resolution you know, poll out today, fifty-two yeah. percent support. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, See? I mean it's not. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why those stories kind of disappeared on CNN. Right, they weren't right. working. <laughs> but well, here's the thing: yeah. is you know the, these these reporters try to go into these swing states in the Rust Belt to try yeah. to get gotchas. You know, they want oh, to yeah. get these clips where people yeah. are saying, "Oh, well, I supported President Trump the first time, but I'm yeah. not this time," and they can't find them. Yeah. They can't find him. Yeah. Yes, you may find people who say, well, you know, the trade stuff has hurt me a little bit, yeah. but I'm still supporting the president yeah. because the alternative is so, much, so worse. much worse. Yeah. Or they stay home, which still helps us. So, yeah. um, Bernie I mean, I hope, Sanders, they home. I hope they get out there and vote for Trump, but whatever. Bernie Sanders wants to make this into a communist country. Yeah. He wants a massive government takeover of, of basically the entire economy. Yeah. It's a revolution, and the way right. you know that is that his basically you have even law liberal law professors saying that his economic agenda is unconstitutional yeah. and illegal. So, so at the I end mean, of the that's, day, but that's his thing. At the end of the day, it's time to get out there and it's time to fight because this yeah. this election is the election yeah. of not just a generation. I think of the country. Yeah. What direction are we going to take this yeah. country, and are we going to preserve freedom? Yeah. Or are we going to go socialist communist? Yeah. Because that's what they want. We're, mm-hmm. we're teetering on the edge. Yeah. And Tucker had a great segment on this at the beginning of his show last night. We are teetering on the edge of socialism. Yeah. That's where they want to take Very this. Very scary. If you love your health care, vote Republican. Yeah. If you love the country, vote Republican. Yeah. Because at the end of the day... They want to destroy your health care. Like, yeah. they literally yep. want to destroy your health care now. So, yep. you know, I mean, give what you can. If it's only $5, that's fine. You know, knock on doors, make phone calls, go yep. to your local Republican uh, Talk to your friends. office. Talk I mean, to your even, friends. Get yeah. out there and vote. Even even if you can only do like 50 phone calls a day. Mm-hmm. If, a, if you have an army of volunteers, 50 can be a lot. So just do and what I you also, can. I also think that we need to get a, uh, a good movement in place to sabotage these Dem primaries. Yes. The open primaries. Yes. And get out there and vote. Uh, for probably Bernie or maybe Warren, I'll say yeah, Warren. Warren. Warren is more the poison pill, I think. With for the for here's the, party. the thing though is I don't I don't see any of them having a really good chance against President Trump. Yeah, I think he'll whoever's the nominee he'll chew up and spit out. Yeah, because their best chance electorally, as far as like the person and the views, is Joe yeah. Biden. Yeah, but can you imagine Trump and Biden on the debate stage? <sighs> Trump would rip oh him up. Oh my God! It'll be Biden will be, be, be stuttering. Yeah, Biden will be stuttering, yeah. misplacing words. He'll look old. Yeah. Like he'll just look really Out bad. Out of step, so. slow. I mean, it's just it's just not good. So not this is going to be a long slog yeah. until until about a year from now. Well, eleven months until yeah. the election, basically, and the next few months are going to be key as far as fighting back and riling up the base. But I think the president Trump's right in saying that this impeachment bullshit has made us much more united yeah yeah i think even even some of the never trump scum has been like yeah this is probably not the way to go about this yeah because let me tell you something all this is doing is just dividing the country Mm -hmm. it's hardening up either side but it's just forcing the divide of the country even further and independents are not in favor of impeachment yeah so that helps us right so i mean it's just it's just unbelievable i mean the whole thing. if they want to give us the election uh you know this early i mean okay but yeah <laughs> but uh okay one last uh hilarious oh, ridiculous story fake here. news here so bro. yeah last night on twitter it was going around that some couple in florida in crestview florida of course went to the goodwill store to purchase a baby shower gift 
When they saw the baby bouncer set for $9.99, they thought they found the perfect gift for the expecting parents of the baby shower they're going to. Not only did it cost less than $10, but it looked brand new and unopened. During the baby shower, the father-to-be opened the gift and pulled out a loaded Mossberg 715T, which is a semi-automatic rifle. And he said, quote, you guys got me a gun? The guys screamed in an excited manner. So now, of course, this becomes a, uh, a national news story saying, oh, there was a gun in a, in a baby bouncer box. Yeah. There's a few issues with this. <laughs> it looks to me as if that gun can't fit in that box. No, there's no way. There's no way. Just dimensionally, I it's don't think that works. It's a square box. Yeah. The whole thing stinks of fake news. <laughs> and, I mean, honestly, if I got a gun, I wouldn't tell anybody about it. I would just keep it. Like it's, I don't know. The whole thing seems stinky to me. Yeah. Keep an eye on this. This seems like a prime fake and news it's, candidate. It's plastic, right? It would have been heavy. That box would have been heavy. Right. Right. Like there's no. <laughs> no, I know. It just doesn't make a lot I mean, of it's sense. A, it's, it's, a, it's a fun story. It's also like, a 22 on. long rifle. Yeah. So come I mean, on, nobody wants now. that. Who wants a 22? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, want that. I well, Stephen Katowski likes shooting 22s. Why? Uh, I think I don't know why. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, looking forward to next week. We have Monday. The IG report is going to be released. Not sure at what time yet, so keep an eye on that. On Tuesday, we will have another episode of Triggered for you. Mike is going to be out next week, so that's going to be interesting. It's going to be a uh, one-man oh, producing show here. Totally me uncensored. Doing that. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I think so. And then uh, maybe we'll give an uncensored preview for yeah, uh, all the good people out yeah, there. And yeah. then uh, on Tuesday night, President Trump is having a rally in Hershey, Pennsylvania, just as the impeachment is reaching a fever pitch and the IG report will have come out. So I'm sure that's going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, the IG will be testifying to Congress, to the Senate Judiciary Committee, on the findings of the report. That's sure to be a lot of fireworks. And then on Thursday, we'll have another episode of Triggered. So All right. it's going to be a busy, busy week coming yes. up here. And uh, thanks a lot for tuning in. As always, you can email us, triggered at townhall.com. Of course, if you're looking to get the uncensored version, go to townhall.com slash subscribe, purchase one of the VIP memberships, and then go to the VIP section where you can find how to access your uncensored version of Triggered. Of course, you can email us with any issues getting that hooked up there. All the hardcore action. (laughs) Yeah, the hardcore (laughs) action. action. Not the softcore action. Not the softcore. No, no, no. no. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter at TriggeredTHM. We'll be back here next week. Looking forward to the long, long long-awaited IG report. Have a good weekend.